Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hami Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hami Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A-Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's got to be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained space the final frontier these are the voyages of the starship enterprise its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds to seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Yeah, that's right. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, you thought we were gone? Guess what? I don't think so, bitches. I'm just kicking out of the fucking Tarkanian flu, which I had for fucking two weeks. Motherfucker kicked my ass, okay? And fuck the virus and fuck the flu and fuck everything that came out of that. East, okay? Fuck that shit. But I'm back. Commodore Zeros is back. But I'm not alone because I'm joined by the man that had the biggest boner for Star Trek Day. It is my man, the Sinister Minister. He is the man who knows everything about the, that Japanese bullshit pro wrestling. And also, too, has to watch the Smack Attack because he is the co-host of the Smack Attack with Money MacGyver. It is my man, John Enright. Big John, what is going on, my friend? What's happening, my brother? Hey, you gotta be better like me. I've been exposed to that shit three times, never stuck, bro. Uh, you gotta kick that shit in the ass. Dude, I tried. Bro, usually most of the time I've been good. I've been around people that have had it. Yeah. And 
you know, I've been good about it, but then I don't know what happened. It's just, I guess it was my time to pay the piper. I guess. And I paid the fucking piper too on top of it. <laughs> but guess what? But guess what? Yeah, but guess what? Listen, but I'm one, but I'm, but I'm one of the percentages. The 99% that fucking kicked out of it. Boom. Oh, yeah. Boom. They didn't need no fucking shot. No, need no shot, man. So, so yeah, so we're good, man. You know, just uh, making our way downtown. Uh, we're yeah. gonna focus mostly all on Star Trek Day today. Well, yeah, I mean, we're gonna talk about huge. so much stuff. Uh, in case you don't know, September 8th is Star Trek Day, that is the original air date of the very first episode of the original series, and so, um, it marks 55 years this year has been that Star Trek has been a part of the pop culture mm-hmm. uh, of, of our of our society. And so it was a big day. Lots of stuff happened. We're going to talk about that. But one thing I do want to I do want to start with before that's not Star Trek related, but uh, this came out a few days ago. Um, and I don't think you've saw that, seen this yet, Triple D. So what I'd like to do is I'm going to share my screen here. I want you to get mm-hmm. I want to get your reaction um, <laughs> to this. So let's I'm see. already I'm, I'm already fired up. So yeah. Oh no, he's 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 fired up. Um, okay. So all right, Space Force has revealed their prototype uniforms. All right. This. Oh yeah, I have. Yeah, I did. I did hear about that. Yeah. So they're talking about how they're a mixture between um, Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. And a little bit of Star Trek from you know the movies with the red that jacket. The, the 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 red jacket from Wrath of Khan. It's the greatest fucking uniform ever. Yeah. So 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 Triple D. I want your honest opinion right now. This is the Space Force, you know, preliminary uniform. What mm-hmm. are you thinking? How 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 you liking this? It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it is just awesome. I mean, listen, you gotta look at it like this. It's it's. I mean. Star Trek is nonfiction. As as much as as much as people want to say this or say that, Star Trek is nonfiction. I mean, shit's real to me. It's real to me, damn it. And the <laughs> I knew that pop you. And <laughs> yeah. I know. And to tell you the truth, the the uniforms are really really nice and they're very yeah. stylish. So, and we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see what happens with uh, yeah. with uh, Space Force and yeah. everything. So yeah. And speaking of Japanese wrong style, by the way. Um, I, I'm sure you know this because you've probably seen it, but like Sunday, I get to go watch New Japan. Uh, Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki are wrestling together in a tag mm-hmm. team match on Sunday against Tom Lawler. So I'm excited. Wow. I get to see Minoru Suzuki live. You know, maybe, Tom. maybe my friend Lance will maybe give me a little hookup with meeting there Minoru you Suzuki. Nice. You know, you know, so, uh, so yeah, I spent 300 bucks on that. You know, it, here's. Well, here's the thing. Ben Hamin could be Minoru Suzuki in five minutes, though. Bullshit. <laughs> dude, dude, he kicked the shit out of anybody in Japan in under five minutes. Dude, I would say dude, that about anybody. Lance, for Lance Archer Suzuki. could kick Minoru Suzuki's ass in five minutes. Uh, dude, I'm serious. I don't know. I don't know. To be honest with you, that is one scary murder grandpa. I'm just saying. And that dude. Dude, how, how tall is he? Five he's one? about 5'9". Five, Five, yeah, okay, cool. No, he's he's taller than most guys. I mean, he's yeah, he's up there. He's not like short, but he's like not, he's not six five and two hundred and sixty pounds that no. Ben Hamin is, and has hands like fucking frying pans. But dude, that dude knows how to fight. 
that well, I'm sure, yeah, I'm fight, sure that was a you know? fight. Like, so he's, not, he's not gonna fuck around though. Like, that's listen, listen, in a fight between Suzuki and Hameen, I'm putting my money on Hameen all the time, baby. Right, see, you gotta back up the hacker. I would always, always go hacker for anybody in Japan, but um, Suzuki's one. I'm, I would have to mm. question it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I would have don't get me wrong. I mean, Suzuki is. I mean, he is. He is pretty. He's a scary dude. But I don't know, man. I just gotta go with yeah. the hacker. So yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably the you know size does win. But uh, I mean, it, yeah. it's gonna be a fight. It's gonna be a fight. I was oh yeah, that. I know. Yeah, it's it'd, be be a a fight. Fight. it'd be a hell of a fight. It would be a hell of a fight. It would be it a good would be. one. It would be good. So anyway, so let's start Star Trek Day Triple We're gonna give the fans what they want today. We're gonna focus specifically on September eighth. So much stuff happened. If you oh, didn't yeah. know. Um, it, they had a dedicated website with panels and so many things um, going on uh, that day. So, um, <clears throat> so for example, they had um, all kinds of actors. They talked about Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, they talked about uh, you know a panel about the legacy moments in Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked Discovery with different actors from there. Legacy moments from Enterprise with different actors. Strange New Worlds. So we we got a ton of stuff that you can go check out right now if you type in StarTrek.com slash day or you type in Star Trek Day. We can see all these panels and everything like that when they're good with just different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but but what we really want to talk about is some of the things that came out on this day. Um, so, like, for example, um, well, we don't know. That's not the one I wanted to click this is kids say the darnest things no that's not what i want yeah we want to say the darnest things we want to like so for example the first thing that happened is they released the 2021 product guide for star trek day oh wow so these are these are some things that are going to be coming out <coughs> for the fifth you know celebrating the 55th anniversary of the premiere of man trap the man trap mm-hmm. um the original series a celebration hardcover book 34.99 came out um mm-hmm. you know talking about um, it's the definitive guide featuring new interviews, archival mm. conversations, never before seen art and sketches, and more. And it's a compromission collection of the artwork from the original series. Mm. Um, the second volume is a celebration series focused on Star Trek, the original series, following the success of Voyager, um, a celebration. So they're taking that Voyager kind of concept and they're they're taking this and made it a new book. Um, mm. and it's 34. 90, uh, $34.95 for that. Then they also had at the Star Trek shop, you can get 20% off assorted items uh, that are Star Trek Day sweaters, hoodies, mm-hmm. things along those lines. Um, then they had uh, Red Bubble apparel, which is uh, they show Riker. Um, it's very funny. Um, <laughs> trying to straddle a chair. He's always assaulting the chairs. He's always assaulting the assaulting chairs. Assaulting the chairs. You know. Um, did I ever? Which, did I ever say the meme where it's like, one guy's like, "I can read your mind, little Riker." My God, those women. Yeah, those, those chairs. Yes. Yeah, you did send me that. One. <laughs> that was good. I know. Yeah. So also for the release of Star Trek Day, Star Trek: The Original Four Movie Collection, seventy nine ninety nine. That are all which I did. I I got that um, from Amazon. Yeah, four K Ultra. Four. But the only issue is you need a 4K player though to play those, correct? Right. right. So in my that, PS the high resolution to get that. And but I, I can't even play it on my PS4 though. So oh really? I, I tried playing my PS4, did not want to play. So I guess I gotta get 
I have to look into how much it is to buy. I mean, how much is it for? I mean, is the 4K players now? They're they're pretty much reasonable now, correct? Yeah, I think they're a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, so you know, nothing like too outrageous. So, yeah. and then of course your TV has to be able to to broadcast in 4K. I don't. I, well, I got an old. I got an old LG. I wonder if it has 4K. It probably has 4K capability. Yeah. I got. I got. I got the. I got the TV box downstairs in my basement. I gotta go check it out and make yeah. sure. Yeah. So then they also have Star Trek: The Next Generation reaction figures, seventeen oh. ninety nine. It's a you get um you know um they are they're available for pre order right now. They're three and three quarter scale figures featuring Captain Picard, a Borg drone, Data, Guinan, Wesley mm-hmm. Crusher, and Worf. And Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton. Yeah. Will Wheaton. Say no. Say Will. Will say Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. You know, Will Wheaton. <laughs> I love, you know, that's one of the things I love about Family Guy is just their love of Star Trek and, you know, uh, Seth MacFarlane's love for Star Trek and how mm-hmm. he'll make it work in anything. Yeah. Uh, also, also, too, a big people love Star Trek, too, is Big Bang Theory, too. I watched. Yeah. They lost so many Star Trek references, especially, especially they had one where they basically had Spock, you know, like, give Sheldon, like, advice about something. It was just... Mm-hmm. It was awesome to hear like Leonard Nimoy's voice and yeah, it's just it was really good. So. Yeah, yeah, and it was good stuff. Pop Funk mm-hmm. Apparel—they had ten percent off their stuff, where you can get all oh, kinds no. of different shirts there. Um, their 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 stuff. Uh, Star Trek Mirror War issue number zero hit yes. stores that day, and uh, you know, which is in case you don't know, it's the Mirror War series, um, mm-hmm. which but it, it's featuring the Next Generation. Um, mirror people. yeah so you've got the enterprise d that is the mirror universe enterprise d with picard and Riker and data and troy and uh troy looking damn sexy as fuck yeah, yeah yeah so uh so then they have a a magazine star trek uh explorer triple d i don't know if you knew about this one but it was 29.99 for four issues and it covers just about anything Star Trek. I know. no, I didn't know that. So yeah, no, it's it's uh it says it's just um subscribe for the new new look Star Trek Explorer, you get twenty five percent off, just twenty nine mm. ninety nine for four issues. So I guess it's a quarterly magazine. Okay. Um, that's cool. You know, and then here's another one for you. Wines that rock, fifty dollars per bottle, Star Trek wines. So oh, yeah. Star Trek Day with fifty percent off. So nice. they have um different wines in Dorian Blue and mm. Cardassian Canar. And then they also have you can you can find this. They have like a Romulan ale and a, yeah, you know. Oh no, I mean card. I, I mean I would definitely order those. But the only issue is you can't send alcohol to New York. What? Yeah, no, it's it's so so. If I want to get like Romulan ale, I have to try to I have to message a friend of mine who owns owns a liquor store. I gotta be like Mike, can you go online and can you order this and just have it delivered to the store as a business? Then basically give him the money for it. That's such bullshit. Well, I mean, what do you expect? To live in communism, okay? Well, you know, yeah, come to Texas. Well, that's that's it. That's... Come back to Texas. Come so, to Texas. Yeah, so we got Star Trek Wines, if you want to try that out. Activision Retro Released, they released, uh, you can go to Activision, uh, GOG.com, and you can play things like Star Trek Bridge Commander, my favorite Star Trek game mm-hmm. of all time. I love that game. Uh, Star Trek Hidden Evil, Starfleet Command 3, Starfleet, uh, the Elite Force 2, which mm-hmm. was like the first person shooter game, Star Trek Voyager Elite Force, uh, which is the you know the first version of that, and Star Trek Away Team. 
So you can play all six of those games at GOG.com wow. and um, be able to start playing those things. So I'm going to cool. probably do that. I'm going to go to GOG and probably play Bridge Commander and play the hell out of that. Now, um, now if you go to GOG now, are they, all these games free? Uh, some, I think. Uh, let's see. Let's, uh, let's see. Um, okay. So, no. Uh, it, it looks like you pay so much. It's to get access to these. Okay. So like um depending on the game um they can be anywhere as expensive as it looks like 30 bucks to 8 bucks. You know. That's not I mean that's not bad. So. No. But so, it just yeah. it just depends though. It just depends like on what games that you did that you want to play. So like okay, so Star Trek Fleet Command 3 um where was that? Let me where to go. Uh, Star Trek uh, Command Three is nine ninety nine. So okay, um, Starfleet Academy is nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Starfleet Command Gold Edition nine ninety nine. Armada Two is not out yet, but to be determined. Away Team is nine ninety nine. So it looks like they're all hitting the nine ninety nine mark. So okay, you know, not bad that's at good. All. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, nine ninety nine for a computer game. What is going to last hours and hours? Yeah, because because and because it's digital. So you're not having to worry about a, an actual. You know, disc or anything like that. No, I mean that's the, the the whole digital video game market is made. You know, game designers and game companies so much money because they don't have to invest in in the cartridges and stuff. Right. I so, mean, that's what I mean. Sony's basically done that with the, with the, with, the, with the PlayStation Store. Right, and and so has Xbox. You yeah, know, it's really. absolutely it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, and I mean, oh, and it looks like Armada and Armada Two are going to be coming soon. They are listed as TBA. Um, but not they so they aren't out yet. So you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of options for you to go play for $9.99, which is not a bad Hell price. Hell yeah. You know, um, you know, they show what systems you need. So, like uh, let's see, Elite Force, Armada, Voyager, um, Elite Force, Voyager, Elite Force, Bridge Commander, you need Windows. Okay. Uh, Star Trek Judgment Rights, you need Windows, Apple, or Linux. Star okay. Trek 25th anniversary is windows and linux star trek hidden evil is mm-hmm. windows away team is windows armadas 2 is windows starfleet command gold edition is windows um starfleet academy is windows and okay. command is windows so basically if you have an apple device the only thing you can play is judgment rights you'll need a, a, an emulator or something along those lines um and mm-hmm. if you have linux you can only play Judgment Rights in 25th anniversary. So you're going to need a Windows operating system to play these. By games. the way, John, should I get the Captain Kirk Passenger Series window decal and put that on my passenger side truck? Hell yeah, dude. Should I get Kirk? I love Yeah, Kirk. yeah. Dude. Actually, or they got Spock too. I can get Spock and Kirk. Oh, oh, that's a good question. And then you got the Gorn too. You Ooh. can have all four, all three of the Gorn. There you go. Oh my god! No, I I, I'm, I'm actually I, I'm actually on StarTrek.com right now, checking everything out. And my god, they got so much stuff. There's so much stuff to get. You can get so, so much, much and that's in the I store. The, I mean, those are just some of the things that came out. There's also um, in if you play uh, mobily Star Trek Timelines, they released uh, Spock and Ichaya, which is you know the big cat like yeah i tell you yeah you know that was that was that was from the animated series yeah so so they released that you know character and you can get some different stuff with that if you play star trek legends which is i think through the apple arcade series Mm -hmm. um it's a big you know fighting game they released uh checkoff 
um, in the Danger of the Nexus. So they released uh, Pavel <laughs> Chekhov, and he's played Star Trek Online. Um, uh, they they let you boost any original series Air Captain to sixty five. Um, so there was a bunch of wow. stuff they did for Star Trek Online. So uh, lots of stuff on Star Trek Day that came out that were you know you were able to do and get a hold of. So guys, next year Star Trek Day, make sure you're you're checking that. One other thing that they really revealed is that the uh, Eagle Moss is going to be releasing the Cerritos. Um, wow. Okay. In miniature scale, um, they announced that and they showed the pictures of it. They're going to have an XL model of it too. So, oh um, wow! So, uh, and it's going to be arriving in the on uh, January twenty second, and be joined by the USS Titan. Cool. So, um, you know, what do you th- what do you what what do you think of this Cerritos? Do you, do you think it's a good looking ship? It's an I think it's an interesting design. You know, because mm-hmm. it takes it takes some of that like next gen kind of look. And scales yeah. it down a little bit, and like you know, but based off the show, it's a second contact ship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, and it, it's designed to be, you know, uh, you know, the engineer and service kind of, and they should because you know they show in the show that you know some are engineering types and some are more diplomatic types. You mm-hmm. know, based off of you know the 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 brand of ship that it is, and so mm-hmm. it's not intended to be a big sexy galaxy ship, and so. Um, I think it's an interesting design because it's a it looks a little bit like the you know the USS Reliance in a sense is like yeah I was gonna know, say it reminds it reminds me of the Reliant. the next gen version of the Reliant you know mm-hmm. without the big overhead thing you know so if if the next gen people would have made a Reliant this is what they would have done mm-hmm. so um, you know so Eagle Moss they also revealed that so you know it's a big deal so you know how, I was gonna ask you how you felt about the Cerritos as a ship you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a cool design. I mean, it's kind of a different design, but to to me, the best looking ship out of lower decks is obviously the USS Titan. Oh, yeah. such a good looking fucking ship! It's 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 incredible. It's incredible. So also, also, I was going to say, what do you what do you, what do you think of the lower decks theme? It's as a, a great. As a, theme. It really is a good theme. So good. It I is. Mean, I mean, I'm so I, I was surprised. You know, well, it's like. It's got such familiarity to it, but still it's yeah. a unique thing mm-hmm. that I, I really like it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean and I mean I think that's what I like about the show is there's familiarity mm-hmm. in like say with the Cerrito ship design. It's it's more of a next gen ship, but then we see the other version of that. You we see the more, you know, sovereign class version of the Cerritos yeah. in a later episode. Mm-hmm. And um say, so, okay, so there is kind of that you know, uh-huh. in between time periods thing. Um, but we see the more modern uniforms that we saw in Picard. Yeah. Um, with, you know, and we saw, see some of these things about the show. Of course, we see Riker and and we see some of these other characters. And so it's a good show in the sense of it makes you feel familiar about mm-hmm. what you're watching. But at the same time, too, it's still its own unique thing. It is. Yeah. No, I, I think it's done very well. So well done. So for, especially to, there's a lot of Easter eggs that go back to other, to other Star Trek, especially Star Trek, the animated series. They do pay a lot of homage to they that. They do. So, which is good. Well, I mean, like you said, like we talked about a while back, you know, the fact that they paid homage to that stupid helmet with the light on it. Yeah. Know? That's that that stupid toy. Awesome. You know, that awesome. was awesome. Yeah. Like they went that far deep into it to pull that out, man. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, such good stuff. You Tom Paris, it. 
the Tom Paris Tom commemorative plates. Plate. Yes. <laughs> I fucking love that. You can get that. that. It's real. Like that's the thing. I know. They, yeah, it's they real. made it real, like in the Cerrito style with the animation and everything. That's awesome. It's that so awesome. funny, you know. Um, so so then we got there are some other things that happened, but I think this is a big one. And they narrowed down a list of the iconic Star Trek moments to 55 moments for 55 wow. years. Okay. All right. Triple D, do you have an idea what the number one moment was for for Star Trek out of 50? No, 50? no, this is the movies and the shows, correct? Uh let me see here. Uh 55 moments that won our hearts over the course of the past 55 years. From emotional to uplifting, celebrating Star Trek Day with these 55 moments from Star Trek history. So yeah, it could be movies or okay. Or shows. The death of Spock. Nope. Really? No. Nope. Number one, infinite diversity and infinite combinations, the original series. The phrase that could be considered the thesis statement of Star Trek. Infinite diversity and infinite combinations occurred in the season three episode. Is there no truth in beauty? This Vulcan oh, philosophy okay. celebrates the infinite ways that we are different and uplifts as something to celebrate. So, by the way, um, how crazy is this? So, you know, we were that's kind about, of a that's kind of an SJW one. It is a little bit. I mean, so I we, mean, I mean, to me, uh, the one the one of the most greatest moments in Star Trek is when Spock dies at the end of Star Trek Two. I mean, that's yeah. I, I mean, I mean, to me, I think that's the biggest moment ever. I mean, my 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 girlfriend saw it and she was almost on the brink of tears. Yeah. So. It, to, to me, I mean, that's just such a huge moment in like Star Trek history. Okay, all right. So you're gonna okay. I'm gonna tell you this. It's in the top ten. Well, it all should right. be in the top ten for God's sake. It's in the, it's in the top ten. But the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven ish are all original series. Oh wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the original series is the one that set the tone for it. It did. So, by the way, this is how they listen to you. You and I were talking about me going this weekend to go see, you know, New Japan mm-hmm. advertisement for New Japan right here oh. on my screen as I'm as I'm. They're doing. fucking listening, man. Yeah, they are listening. They're listening. All right. So, do, how how far down do you want me to go? Do you wanna you wanna do the top ten of these fifty five? Yeah, we uh, we okay. can do the top ten. Okay, let's do the top ten. All right, so um, number two, leave your bigotry in your quarters. There is no room for it on the bridge. That's a good one. That's it's a good the one. Original series, yeah. Two moment, a striking move for the show made by the 1960s. Kurt scolds a crew member for expressing anti-Vulcan sentiment, saying, mm-hmm. "Leave your bigotry in the quarters. There is no room for that on the bridge." Um, and it rang true for Star Trek that there's no room for bigotry. Of course, we know that's from the episode with the Romulans um, yep. that were attacking the bases yep. and. I forget the name of that one off the top of my head. I just uh, I just recently watched that. That was such that was such a good episode. It is. It really is. Um, I really like that one. That's the one with uh, Mark Leonard. Who, Mark Leonard, who would play Sarek. You know, he's Mark. Mark. Mark Leonard is such a great actor too. Yeah, great actor. He, he's. I mean, like you said, we, he played with, with the Holy Trinity. He played a Vulcan. He played a Romulan, Romulan and he played and a Klingon. Klingon. Mm-hmm. You know, so very cool thing about that. Uh, number three. All right, Triple D. We've talked about this one. Okay. You should be able to get this one. Um, they let me put it this way: they've had it. It showed up in original series originally. Okay. They brought it back in a short trek. Um, okay. and it's also been made fun of in things like Lower Decks and um some and, and made an appearance in Deep Space Nine. The um, Tribbles. Yes, and the Tribbles. <laughs> they are. Um, one fluffy triple is no trouble, but unfortunately, the crew of the Enterprise one triple led to a full invasion. 
throw it to a dispute yeah. over green. Some Klingons, and you've got the recipe for a perfectly wonderful and humorous episode. That was a great. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a that's awesome too. I'm yeah. so, now listen now. Did the episode where you had the two guys were the one guy is white on one side and black on the other guy's black and white on the other? Did they? That should have cracked the top ten because that we'll was pretty. That was that was pretty powerful. I think we found out. So uh, number four, a mock time. Oh, um, that's another good one. Yeah. Where would Star Trek be without a mock time? Is what they say. The episode mm-hmm. that launched countless fan fictions is revered for how it helped shape the course of modern media fandom. Plus, Spock smiles, and who doesn't love the normally stoic Vulcan? Yeah, smile? yeah, that was the first yeah. time that you really see him smile because he was yeah. so happy to see uh, Jim alive. So, yeah. All right, here you go. Number five. Let this be your last battlefield original series. That's it. Yeah. The Enterprise and Coward's two aliens who are mere images of each other. Such a good episode. And set on destroying one another due to a civil war. When they return to their home planet, they find they are the sole survivors of a civil war that destroyed both their races. The commentary on how hate can only destroy. It's Mm -hmm. a memorable and powerful one. So it's number five. Uh, Number six, A Taste of Armageddon from the original series. In this striking anti war episode, the crew of the Enterprise must face. A culture that has perfected the art of war with a neighboring planet. One of the morally uh, uh, plays that defines Star Trek series. <clears throat> it's another striking commentary on how war is destructive. And it seemed like there was a lot of that in the original series. Yeah. A lot of commentary yeah. about war and anti-war things. Number seven. They listed this as original series slash Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay. One of Trek's most memorable villains is Khan Noonien Soon. So number seven Khan! is Khan. Khan! Yeah. <laughs> this weekend, we were at a wrestling uh, We were at a wrestling show, Pele Pro Wrestling, here in Arlington. And one of the wrestlers from Ring of Honor, his name's Khan. And so I was. he comes out. It gets real quiet. I was like, Khan! <laughs> and, like, and then kind of so it's like real quiet. I was like, what? Star Trek? Nobody? I got no love? Come on. Like, come on. Yeah, come on. So it was very funny. Everybody laughed. It was a good time. Um, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, so they're talking about uh, portrayed by Ricardo Montalban, the original series, Infinite Cumberbatch in Star Trek Into Darkness. Mm-hmm. No other Star Trek villain has quite captured the public's imagination like Khan. All right, so would you say he's the number one villain of all time in Star Trek lore? That's tough. That's What's tough. tough. Um, probably, I have to say. Yeah, I would say too. I don't. I don't count Harry Mudd as a villain. I count him as a nuisance, kind of like Q. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't count Q as a as a villain. I count Q's not as, really a villain. I mean, yeah, it's sort of like the Borg Queen, but you really didn't. We didn't know that the Borg had a queen. A queen movie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you just. I mean, the greatest enemy for for next gen was the Borg, right? And and during the original series, yeah, it was the Klingons, it was the Romulans, but those were a race, not a single person, right? You know, but a single villain would probably be yeah, Khan. Yeah, Khan would probably be the yeah. biggest villain in Star Trek yeah. history. All right, and um, uh, Montalban or Cumberbatch? Gotta go. Gotta go with the OG. Gotta go with Montalban. Even, yeah, even, right? even though Cumberbatch did, he did an incredible job. He really did. He did. He did. And I don't care what people and people got and fans got to realize that they keep on saying it. The timeline got changed in 2009. It's an alternate timeline. Exactly. Things are not the same because of Nero going in and fucking up the timeline. So people just got to take it with a grain of, they, they just, they, they got to look at it. Like they got to look at it through. Okay. This is something totally different. This is not like 
You know, this is not this is not like Star Trek Two. It's not like Spacey. This is something totally different. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So. Exactly. So number eight, your moment. Spock sacrificed the wrath of Khan. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And when Spock sacrifices himself to save Kirk of the Enterprise, mm-hmm. he reminds us his grieving friends of this before he dies. I can't. I cannot believe that's number eight. Yeah, I know, right? That, that is. It's one of the best moments of all of Star Trek to me. I mean, but, I mean, don't get me wrong. The other seven moments, I mean, they're they're pretty good, but come on, I mean, yeah. men cried when they saw this. I mean, let's be yeah, honest. Grown men. I still cry when I see this. Song. So do it's, I. It's a it's an emotional moment. It's and, yeah. And I mean, we you know because <clears throat> we think we're saying goodbye to someone that we've known and is such a dear friend. Yeah. So, all right, that's number eight. Number nine. Spock's resurrection for the search of Spock. Uh, <laughs> when presented with an opportunity to save his dearest friend, Kirk and his fellow officers commit mutiny and sacrifice to, uh, a great deal to save Spock. Sometimes the needs mm-hmm. of the few do outweigh the needs of the many as Spock Mr. returned to reunite. Mr. Scott, the doors, Mr. Scott, the yeah. space doors. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Scott. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. So tell me your SJW without being telling me your SJW. Number 10, saving the whales, the voyage home. What's more fun than saving the whales? Time travel. Like I don't. I don't think that's SJW. You I don't think. That's, no, no, because I mean that's. I mean, I mean that's something that was really something bad that was going on because you had people basically killing whales for just for like no reason, and they were okay. doing it. So, and they were doing it really kind of shitty. So, I mean, that was mm-hmm. kind of a to me that was kind of a wake up call that you know. They need to respect the environment. You need to respect everything. That you can't just waste it. That if you're going to use an animal, use it for everything. Just don't go and just start just killing animals and then true get rid of the carcasses and stuff. So true. Okay. All right. So that's number ten. Uh, number eleven. Just because it's fun. Uh, Spock, Kirk, and McCoy go camping in the final. Frontier. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, uh, number twelve is Star Trek getting animated with the animated series Lower Decks Prodigy. Uh, Thirteen encounter at Far Point, the next generation. Um, was a was number 13, 14 measure of a man next generation, which yeah, that was a great one. Which uh, I'm surprised that's not in the top ten either. Yeah, outcast next generation. Um, Riker helping a young woman assert her identity when they choose to remain genderless. Number mm-hmm. 16. This is the one that I am surprised it is not there. I am Locutus of Borg. Yes. How is that not in the top ten when we had a cliffhanger? How, how that's is, how yeah. it ended. That's yeah. how season three ended. How is that not in the top ten? And how is how is um Oh god, what the the fucking deep deep space nine episode where what's the what's the name of the deep space nine episode where they where they kill the Romulan ambassador? Oh yeah, in the pale moonlight. In the pale moonlight. How is that not in the top ten either? Right. I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the original series. I'm glad that the OG is getting love, but for a Starfleet captain, which to commit acts of to commit acts like that, especially someone like Cisco, mm-hmm. who basically, you know, bleeds the the Federation for him to go against the values of it as a captain. Now you see admirals do it all the time, but you never see captains do it. Right. Uh, to me, I that's that yeah. was a pretty shocking moment. Yeah, I agree. Now, do you want to know where Deep Space Nine their first appearance on this list comes? Where is it? Number 20 for Klingon culture. So it's not even that they share it with Next Generation really? Deep Space Nine Discovery. The first one that's not shared. So it says Cisco and Janeway break ground at 23 Deep Space Nine because he was African-American and she was uh, a woman. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was the first black captain on the show as far as yeah. overall. You know, number 24 is the first Deep Space Nine only where Cisco wow. meets the prophets. You know, wow. Um, you mean Cisco meets the prophets? Yeah. It's not even like, it's not even like Cisco or Worf gets into DS9 or Worf gets married to Jedzia Dax or the death of Jedzia Dax. I mean, are you kidding me? No, here's here. This is crazy. Who the fuck did these lists? I know, right? Mirror Universe, they talk about original series Deep Space Nine and Enterprise yeah. Discovery. Yeah. Past tense Deep Space Nine, where they get spent, sent back to 2024 with the Bell Riots. Yeah, I mean, 26. Uh, how about that? How about that for the foreshadowing of like what's going on now? Rejoin Deep Space Nine, where um, the love affair with the woman, where it was the first LGBTQ woman's kiss. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, that was that's a huge moment. Tribbles huge Part Two, moment. Deep Space Nine, where they celebrate the anniversary of Trouble with Tribbles. Mm-hmm. The DS Nine crew goes back with the uniforms. The Dominion War, number twenty nine, is number twenty nine. Oh, here you go. Number how is this number 30? Cisco's monologue from the, in the pale moonlight. How how is, how is that number 30? Seriously, how, who, is, how is 31 far beyond the stars, the one where he thinks he's Benny Russell? You know what? What was that one? You know, far beyond the stars where he thinks he's Benny Russell. Yeah. The, you know, goes to the 60s. That's mm-hmm. 31. Are you shitting me? No, 30, 30 is the pale moonlight, 31 is beyond the stars. That should be nine and ten as far as I'm concerned. I know, right? Or even higher. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, that's something. I mean, and what about this? How about the original? How about the Mark of Gideon basically showing, you know, the spread of like population control and everything else? I mean, how about that? Yeah. Over, overpopulating, uh, you know, stuff like that. Or there's just so, I mean, to me, there's just so much. It, it, and me, obviously, this, this yeah, makes no sense because. 33 is the first Voyager reference, so it's on its own, where it's Journey to the Delta Quadrant, the Year of Hell. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean that was just... a great that was a great story arc, but yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't understand how some of this works. You know, so 36 is Voyager. Then 37 is the first Enterprise moment with Carbon Creek, where they make first contact, and uh, about. Um, to Paul mm-hmm. tells Archer about her great grandmother crash landing in the sixties. I mean, you no, know? I mean, I mean that was great, but Enterprise thirty five. There was a lot of great moments in yeah, and Enterprise too. What about the temporal time wars? What about the first meeting of, of the Klingons? The first meeting of the Romulans? <coughs> temporal wars thirty eight. Really, the 30, episode. Wow. You know how about how about the fucking Zindi war? The, the, the Zindi. Zindi War is not on here, dude. Are you kidding me? No, Terra Prime with the, you know, Trip and Paul's daughter. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's Birth of the Federation, 40. Then 41. Um, Wait, the Birth of the Federation is 40? Is 40. Are you Enterprise. kidding me? And then Enterprise. Then it goes 41. It goes the timeline, uh, which was the 2009 epi- uh, movie. And then mm-hmm. 42 is when Spock meets young Kurt. Um the old, you know, Leonard Nimoy. Then that's a good one too. Wait a minute, that was forty-two. That's forty-two. My God, that's one of the big. What? what did they have Scotty on there too in the Next Generation? Nope. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. The last, the last. Let's see here. Here we go. <clears throat> so this is where I'm wondering if they're just doing this in out, you know, like chronological order because starting with forty-three all the way to. 48 is Discovery moments. 
And then Picard and, and Data say goodbye is Picard for 49. Mm-hmm. Riker saves the day in Picard and Lower Decks in number 50. Lower Decks is 51. Prodigy, 52. Women mm-hmm. in Star Trek, um, the book that um, Nana Visitor is going to be creating, okay. um, 53. Scientific Advancement in our, in, in our Universe, 54. And The Fandom, 55. What a bullshit answer, The Fandom. We're going to throw The Fans in here as number 55. Fan. Here's yeah. but but here's the thing though, I don't think Discovery and Picard deserve to be on this list. Mm-mm. They're too young. They're too they, young, and they, I mean, what's the big moment in Discovery? I, the, I can see the big <clears throat> moment being, you know, I think the, the, the whole the, the 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 mirror, like the mirror universe, yeah. Emperor Giorgio, and then also, that? and that. and to me, the Guardian of Forever bringing that back. But that should be an original series and Discovery thing together. The Guardian right. City on the Edge of Forever isn't even in this top list, is it? Right, it's not. It's not. I mean, there. I mean, it's one of the greatest. It's considered the greatest sci-fi episode ever. Yeah, and it's not there. So that's missing. I mean, I mean, listen, I get it. You know, I get it. It's like we're we're arguing like 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 people people argue <laughs> over yeah. the PWI five hundred. Yeah, you know. But once again, <coughs> you know, lists are gonna piss people off. And we're we're like, fuck, we could re we could redo this list and have more better moments in it. But I mean, I don't know. It, to me, to Fair include enough. stuff to, to to include stuff from like from like from like Picard and um Picard Discovery. Lord uh, Discovery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean <coughs> Discovery does have some time. Discovery did touch on some things. So you can put some stuff from Discovery on there. You know, you can because of the future stuff and stuff like that. But Picard, not really. Lower Decks, eh, maybe. Mm-hmm. But no. And the fans. What the fuck? That's bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. And especially to have not to include City on the Edge of Forever in the original series. Exactly. Boo. Yeah. Boo on you, sir. Boo. Whoever made that list that, is that, awful. Yeah, no. And they just like were going like, okay, well, we'll just do this in chronological order. It felt like, yeah, it, yeah. It we'll didn't... just, yeah, we'll 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 just throw a bunch of shit in here. Not even. Mm-hmm. It's like seriously, it's 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 ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, some of the virtues in the top ten from Star Trek. Yeah, that's great. But guess what? We already know that Star Trek represents that. Mm-hmm. We don't. You can include that in one thing. Star Trek represents diversity and unity amongst everything that can be one thing it doesn't have to be the moments the moments there's like when star trek is when edith keeler dies that was a mm-hmm. huge moment because what that did to kirk right what about kodos Not emperor the kodos yeah. isn't in there yeah um Talking about how a blind woman, you know, can do what she needs to do. A handicap is not going to stop her. Well, they do. They do reference that Jordy standing up for ableism, like with his visor. Okay. They do. They do mention that, and it was in there. Um, that was a good moment where you know. He's okay. Like, no, I mean, no, I mean that's that is a great moment. You know, you there's, know, there's so many, and I agree mm-hmm. that you can narrow it down. But man, the, you could have made a better list than that, and not have to include the fans. And you know, I, I you didn't have to include Discovery. They need more time to marinate they to do. really become a, a well, part of that. But here's the thing, though: how many seasons was Enterprise four? Right, four. Yeah. And Discovery's and it's going into its fourth season. Right? It's oh, no, it's fifth season. It's it's fifth season. Fourth. They got. Oh, it's yeah, going they, to its fourth. Okay, it's going to yeah. its fourth. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're, which we'll talk about that here in a minute. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. 
Good yeah. segue to Discovery's four seasons. Yes. Well, we're not quite there yet because the next thing that happened is that oh, okay. I don't know if you saw this or not, but the uh, Star Trek Prodigy official trailer dropped, and they also announced when Star Trek Prodigy is going to air. Mm-hmm. Um, if, in case you guys don't know, this is the Nickelodeon um, CBS kind of studios joint project that's going to drop, um, and it's the one that has Janeway as the hologram. So Catherine Kate Mulgrew is going to be back as Catherine Janeway lending her voice um, for these characters. And it looks like it's set in the Delta Quadrant in a derelict, but it's an NX ship. It's it's a NX 76884. Yeah. So, so it's not a, you know. Um, it's an experimental ship and Starfleet didn't go back and get it. It looks like it. Something happened. Um, we don't know the whole details. We just know these group of kids find it and they're trying to get off this planet um it's going to be airing october 28th within one hour premiere episode exclusively for paramount plus subscribers in the u.s um and so uh that is the next you know kind of big thing coming um mm. from cbs uh show wise um because right now lower decks released uh august 12th mm-hmm. and they are they're i think in their mid-season right now yep. uh, part mm-hmm. of that and then uh to to kind of piggyback off of that since they revealed Prodigy's coming out the 28th, then the Star Trek Strange New Worlds, they reveal the cast and the characters they're going to portray. We know who's going to be playing, um, obviously, Captain Pike, Anson Mount. We know who's going to be playing number one. uh, Rebecca Romaine. Rebecca Romaine, which they actually give her a name. Um, Una. Una. Yeah. Yeah. And we know. That was from the uh, Star Trek novels. It was she got a really good uh, backstory in the Star right. Trek novels from uh, the uh, Captain's Oath. There was a um, there was a series of three books. Yeah, where they basically went back to her time when she served under Robert April, then to Pike, and then she became a captain of her own ship. And then you know she had to go. It's that's a really good three book series to listen to. Mm. Uh, Captain's Oath, really good. So anyone that's got Audible or or Amazon for books. I mean, you can buy the paperback cheap now. I think it's like $8 for the paperback. Mm. So it'd be like $24 to yeah. get all three books. So, but uh, no, that was a really, really good. And it showed, you know, how she became number one. So how yeah. she got her whole persona and everything. Yeah. And of course we know Ethan Peck is playing Spock, mm-hmm. but these are the other characters that are going to be released. Uh, so, uh, their uh, actor's name is Jess Bush. She's playing Nurse Christine Chapel. There we go. Yep. Hey, so we remember that name. This is an interesting one. Christina Chong is Lanan Nunian Singh. I see, I don't know, but it's like, it's like, listen, it's like, why are you gonna bring us a, 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 a an Singh? Augment. Yeah, an Augment. It's like, I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I mean, that's, it took me interesting to see, but to me, it's like, you couldn't bring somebody from like from like the book series, mm-hmm. somebody like that, or ah, ah, but we're gonna see some of this stuff. So yeah, yeah. so uh, Celia Rose Goodling is Cadet Neota Uhura. Yeah, um, Melissa Navada is Lieutenant Erica Ortegas. Mm-hmm. Um, Babs Osolamanku is Doctor Mabinga. I, I I can't wait to see that one. That'll be great. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. And yeah. Bruce Horak is Hemmer. Um, which uh, is an interesting character. He I, plays I'm, the white, the 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 blind Andorian who has the right. The yeah, 
Yeah. Mm. So so it's going to be. It, it, I don't know if you saw the cast announcement, the video they did. Um, I did. I did. Yeah, it, it's very cool. It was very uh, cool. Yeah, it was very, very well done. And uh, very well done. So if you haven't seen that, that's you can go to StarTrekDay.com uh, and see that. But uh, it looks good. I'm look. The uniforms look great. I like. No, you yeah. You're you still have a little bit of that discovery look, but still going more towards the you know next generation. I mean, mm-hmm. not the, the original series. Yeah, the look. OG. The OG look. So you've got kind of that cool look there. Anson Mount looks great as, as Pike. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed him in that uh, in that role, and I'm glad that you know they were able to keep him on. He's been very underrated. You know, he played. They had that um, Inhuman series that only lasted seven episodes, and he was Black Bolt in that, and he was really mm-hmm. good in that. Um, I don't know if you saw ever Hell on, Hell on Wheels. No, I never saw Hell on Wheels. Oh, my gosh, dude. But, so but, I heard, but I heard he was really good in that. Really good. And him and Cole Meany just steal the show. <laughs> you know, they're just very good together, uh, working together. So, uh, you know, and then uh, after that show, uh, uh, we had um, Star Trek, uh, the trailer for Star Trek Lower Decks um, for their second half of their series. We see um, <laughs> some things like uh, what looks like uh, – Beckett and Mariner are on a planet similar to what the uh, the augments were at. Uh, Setting nice. Alpha Five. Setting Alpha Five. Uh, you know there is a uh, the 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 uh, what do you call it? the ooze uh, the ooze uh, monster makes a kind of oh, a slight yeah. appearance in that. Um, you know, so, and Jeffrey and Jeffrey Combs yes returns too as the uh, as the evil computer. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and hold it, on. But, in a fun but, way. By the way, was Landrew wasn't in there as a big moment either. I'm sorry, I no. hate to go. Landrew no. wasn't there, and uh, the 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 debut of the uh, Ferengi either. Right. The Ferengi is not included in there. The only kidding. thing they mentioned is Nog's journey from uh, Deep Space Nine, and that was in the like 40s or the upper either late early 40s or late 30s. Was so. the Dominion War in there? Yeah, it was in there in the same thing in the mid thirties, I think. So, you know, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's a terrible, terrible thing. So, yeah. uh, but if you're not watching Lower Decks, man, this is the time to jump on it. Exactly. Uh, catch up to it. You know, binge the first season. There's they're thirty minute episodes. That I think first season was what ten episodes. Yeah, uh, you know, and they're already at like six or seven right now. It's, it's so funny too. It really is it really... so funny. It's a great watch. Um, and so then here's the next thing that happened: Picard season two, the new trailer dropped. Did you did you see the new trailer? I, I did see the new trailer. I did All see right. the new trailer. So, it's it's really it's like really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's to me, it's just kind of like, I mean, it's there's just so much negativity in it. Mm. It's, yeah. To me, it's like everything with like the, all the new Star Trek series. Just, I mean, I, I know Strange New Worlds isn't going to be like that, but everything is just so negative. Everything's just, it's like, it's like dark. Just, it's dark. It's, it's, and dark. it's, and, but to me, this is, I think this is, this is, this is their way because the, of way, the way it looked, you know, um, the uniforms and everything, yeah, the way it looked, this was their intent to do a next generation mirror, mirror, you know, because okay. it said, because it said they were totalitarian government, yes, the, you know, yeah. the uniform and everything looked very mirror, mm-hmm. mirror, you know, with the emperor's look and everything. And we see Q, and of course, we love, you know, 
Um, he makes an appearance and the trial never ends. And of course, Picard says, I'm too old for your bullshit. And then he's going to say bullshit and Q snaps him. And then we see that, you know, they're, you know, the crew who Picard worked with before, they all understand what's happening. But, you know, the look of it, like, so I'm looking at it right now. It's very totalitarian, very mirror, mirror type look, mm-hmm. you know. And then Picard's uniform and Seven of Nines, they have the very, you know. Seven of Nine isn't a Borg either. Isn't a Borg, yeah. That's nuts. You know, so I'm interested to see this in the sense of, you know, is it is it kind of post- mirror war you know universe in and still kind of in the mirror mirror universe and the only ones who know that it's the case are the the crew of the less less and they have to go back in time to fix it you know mm-hmm. so and of course they introduced the board queen because there's ways to travel and you know they and they, they you, need to see her to travel it's yeah crazy yeah and they show the picture of him younger and he's wearing a black instead of the red jacket um, a black jacket of mm. that Star Trek uniform. We don't see him in the next generation look. He's in the uh, black, you know, kind of what would have been the red jacket from the movies. Okay. Look, but still his kind of bald head. But yeah, so they go get the Borg Queen and they're going to travel and, uh, you know, it, it'll no, be interesting. I mean, no, I mean, I mean, they're, 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 I mean, it, it does look like it's going to be fun, especially when they go back to like 2021 LA. Right. I just, to me, I just hope that it doesn't get too, let me go back, it doesn't get too SJW, too political. That's the only thing that I'm, that I'm right. hoping that, that doesn't get. Yeah. But it, it it's definitely interesting. I mean, I've, it's yeah. my interest in the sense of. No, I mean, I, I'm going to watch, like, regardless, I'm going to love it. But to me, it's just like, I just hope it wasn't as dark as Picard season one. Because yeah. season one, uh, the season one, that was just, I was like, damn. I was like. Can we get a win? I mean, yeah. fuck. I mean, spoiler. I mean, we killed fucking Maddox. Kill. We finally fucking killed off fucking Data. I mean, shit. I mean, who else are we gonna fucking kill? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. God. Yeah. It, it, it was a lot. <clears throat> it was, it a, was lot. a lot. Yeah. It, it was, was a lot to take in. Yeah. Um, so um, then, then now we're gonna get to Discovery when it's returning. So. Um, the big news of the day, of course, because this is the first live action thing that'll be back this year. It's going to be November. Um, mm-hmm. we, we we see some of the first images of season four of Star mm-hmm. Trek uh, Discovery. We see uh, Hugh Culber, um, Adria, um, Gray, um, and there's pictures of Sonica Martin-Green as the captain of the Discovery. Um, and it'll be November 18th. Um, yeah. Okay. And so, um, all we know is that there's a threat, um, unlike anything they've ever encountered, as the case it is with every season of Star Trek Discovery. Discovery, it's like it's the biggest threat ever. It's Section yeah. Thirty One. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's AI. It's, uh, it's AI. Traveling to the future. It's the Orion Syndicate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, guys, what's going on here? I mean. I mean, who is it? Is it the return of the Romulans and the Klingon? Well, actually, no, the Romulans are with the Vulcans. So, right. Yeah. Is, who it, knows? is it the Klingons? Is it this? Is that? It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where are the Klingons? That's what we want to know. Where, where the fuck are the Klingons? What happened yeah. to the Klingons? Did the Klingons all die? Yeah, apparently. Maybe. You know, um, it's affecting a federation, non federation, worse than like. 
And so who knows what's going to happen. But yeah, it's a uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see, you know, how this 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 season works mm-hmm. um because they've been so vague about it. Um and and of course, um but we get to see a lot of images of oh. them in their future uniforms, the ship and everything along those lines. So mm-hmm. all right, so Triple D season 4 Discovery given the vagueness of everything that they've said and everything going on, are you still on board? You're still ready for the next season? Hell yeah, man. Keeping that shit kayfabe. <laughs> Which is good because, you know, you want to draw interest. So obviously you want to be vague. You want to get people to be like, <clears throat> I'm saying how is vague bullshit. I can't wait till it comes out. And then people are obviously going to turn in because they want to see what's going to happen. And then obviously they're going to build, 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 build. And then boom, that's it. I mean, they did a good job of building it in season three, but then after after Burnham kills the what was the, what was the name of the of the Orion Syndicate leader? Oh, uh, the chick. Uh, yeah. Oh man, you're making me. Oh, Osiris. Osiris. Yeah. After she kills Osiris, I mean, that was like that was kind of like a fart in church. Yeah. I mean, don't I mean, I mean, the way that Burnham comes out of like out of like the computer chips and kills her. I mean, that was cool. Yeah, when they sh- we show Burnham in there. That was awesome as fuck. But then she just gets out and just blasts her with a phaser. It's kind of like eh, that's all. Yeah, it's all really, really. And I was like, okay. So, but I, I hope I hope they just do a better job of. I mean, I mean, obviously they're gonna build it good, but just. You know, deliver the goods. You know, seriously, mm-hmm. don't be don't 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 be like WCW back in the Monday Night Wars, where great undercard and then the main event sucked a dick. Okay, because it consisted yeah. of the NWO just coming out kicking the shit out of somebody. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's definitely it's definitely interesting. So that those are the big reveals of everything coming out most most likely. Unless you want to talk about the uh, the four piece glass set that you can get. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I some, of these, some of these products, man. It's, 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 I see the passenger windows thing that you were talking about. The yeah. Tribbles heat mug. So <laughs> it's a it's a mug, but when you when you put hot liquid in it, then Tribbles appear all around Kirk in the Jackson chair. Um, you know, there's next generation Picard Baldy Castle. No, look like yeah. he's standing in your in your uh, your thing, dude. There's so many funny things. In oh, here. there's there's a lot. There's a lot of funny stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. So. No. Oh, here you go. Ships of the line, righteous wrath, acrylic. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, and it's 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 got the giant hand grabbing. Oh yeah, the, that's the Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the right. uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Did 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 the Apollo episode get in there? No. No, it didn't. That was another, that was a huge moment. The yeah. green hand. I mean, that's that's no one in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Also, too, like. To me, it's like how they're bouncing around the Enterprise stuff like that. That that should have been one. Is how fucking corny it was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but yeah, then that, that but that's what made Star Trek. You know, is, exactly. Is that, I mean, yeah, moment. I mean that that should have been a moment. Yeah, it should have been towards like the end. You know, not something you put up there, but something towards the end. You know, something you know. Yeah, seriously. But you know, the, I think we can agree that you know, if, if you could go and sit and watch Star Trek Day, and you could spend. Hours mm-hmm. watching a lot of different things, panels, yeah. and get some insights to the show. Um, and if you want to do that, do that. I think that's that's 
up to you to determine that. These are just the highlights that we thought we definitely needed to talk about. Yeah. About the shows coming out, the things that are going to mm-hmm. be happening, the mm-hmm. importance, you know, of what's going to be coming that you know we'll probably end up having to review. Uh, I know we haven't ever really done a lower le- our decks review, but I don't think it needs it. I think it stands uh, on its own. It does stand on its own. It's, but, but, it's, it's good comedy. It's and you can yeah. watch it on your own. But I think exactly. like knowing Discovery's coming and you know that we'll definitely need to talk about Discovery to mm-hmm. you know to evaluate how they're doing. Because let's be yeah. honest, you know, we love Star Trek, but at the same time, too, we're honest about Star Trek. No, know? no, no. I mean, we were. I mean, we we just didn't blow smoke up, you know, Kurtzman's yeah. ass or up Discovery's <laughs> ass. You know, I'll, there's, I'll, there's for, you want to see. So. For 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 was there any moments from the animated series on there? So no, <laughs> so that was the no thing. nothing from the animated series. The only what only that it was there was uh, the tribbles. No, only the fact that there were animated series. You know you, that <laughs> you, you know they touch on some really oh, big yeah. things like where they basically touched on the devil and Salem how. There's really the devil mm-hmm. really wasn't the devil where he was just kind of like a witch yeah. from like the center of the universe. I mean, that's yeah. yeah. No, the I, only I, thing I, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, yeah. The James only Kirk, thing they yeah. say is J- Star Trek is animated, and it's that the animated series Lower Decks and Prodigy first explored anime inside of the universe with the animated series and it's continuing to do so with Lower Decks and Prodigy. That's it, the entirety of the animated wow. series run gets it's now it's number 12 on this list but it's, it's relegated to that but that's really not a moment though you want to talk about the 55 best moments from you yeah, got I know that you got to talk about from the episodes I, I mean oh my god it's like what about star trek and series introducing the rec room which was the holodeck yeah <laughs> that's a big one but, but but that one where Kirk defends the devil, uh, to me that's huge. That's had yeah. to be one of the biggest moments ever. Yeah. Also, yeah. too, where where the hell is Chekhov? Good question. In the animated series, uh, so to me, you know, stuff like that is really yeah. They dropped the ball. Yeah. They no, this, the ball. this list was very sloppily and lazy. Fuck that done. list. There you yeah. go. There's, there, there go. is the rant. And by the way, are the fucking Romulans on that list? Uh, no, they're not. Actually. Good because fuck the Romulans. <laughs> uh, I had to get my shit in, man. Yeah, no, you know, unless you want to count the monologue of in uh, in the pale moonlight with with Cisco talking about what they had to do. But no, uh, I mean that's. Yeah. That, for that to be that fucking low, that's ridiculous. I know, like and not geez. even not they have City on the Edge of Forever too. That really fucking chaps my ass. Yeah, I mean it's not on there. That's crazy. Yeah, like, it really I, does. It does chap my fucking ass. It, it, you know how do you? Okay, well, we're gonna say Janong's journey number thirty-two um, hmm? is the thirty-two moment, and it's the first Ferengi officer in Starfleet. Um, so we're gonna take all the Ferengi history. We're gonna narrow it down to Nog, and we're gonna say that's the thirty-two moment. We're not going to talk about Cork, Ron. No. Where's Odo on this? Not a, he's not even on there. The, yeah. the, the, the Odo and Odo and Kieran Reese actually getting together after how many? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nothing. I, I I don't. Odo finding that he, he comes from the changelings who control the Dominion. 
Yeah. That was a huge moment in, in, in Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, uh, I don't know, man. We could, you know, we, we could do a show where we just totally, where <laughs> we could do, where we could do a top 55 fucking list and it would probably come out better. Oh, yeah. We come up with so many good things and then, God. you know, um, you know, uh, here's, 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 here's one that's going to make you laugh. Number 44. You ready? I'm ready. Meeting a new Pike, number one in Spock in Discovery. <laughs> That's the number 44 moment in the Star Trek. That is. <laughs> I just, I, I feel the steam coming off of your head right now. Like. <laughs> That's the number 44 moment of, of, of things, you know, that they posted on the official Star Trek website. On the official nothing, Star Trek website. Nothing with the original, the, the cage. I mean, shouldn't that be a big moment that it was the pilot? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big moment. You would think. The introduction of Spock. I mean. Uh, Talos 4. How is, how is. The Menagerie. Kirk, how is Kirk and Huron kissing not on here? Yeah, exactly. How the hell is that not on here? The you want to get SJW? That's the big. Exactly. I, I'm like shocked. Yeah, I'm like shocked. What about uh, what about Colbert and Stamets kissing? Two yeah. men kissing. Was that on the list? No, because no. I, I'm, I'm sure where, they, they covered the Jadzia one, so that they got their they got their shit in on that one. So that's that covers all of that, right? You know, well, surely. I, yeah, I mean, is, I mean, I mean, that was huge. Which is which is number twenty seven on the list. Rejoin. Yeah. Jazia's tragic love affair with Lenara Khan broke mm-hmm. ground for Star Trek season four, D Space Nine. That but, was, I mean, that was pretty big. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah but it, 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 but it doesn't compare to Kirk kissing Uhura in, in the sixties. In the sixties, when racism was fucking rampant. Yeah. In the South, that's not on the list. Yeah, Gene Roddenberry basically telling all the people in the South to go fuck off. I mean, and what about Gene Roddenberry? Gene Roddenberry is not a, a big moment. Mm-hmm. The creator of Star Trek. I, I mean, the motion uh, picture. I mean. Star Trek going, you know, to, to, you know, getting on the big screen for the first time in 1979, the motion picture. That's not, that's, that's not a huge moment in Star Trek history. Right. And then the, the reboot in 2009 with Chris Pine, that's another big moment. Uh, That's actually on there. Well, it should be on there. It was kind of huge. It's uh, where was it? It's down in the should be down in like in the 40s. 40, 41, 42. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's 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 a big moment, but it's not to me. I mean the motion picture, I mean regardless what you think of the movie itself, the content of the movie, it actually being put into production and then you know being put out there. As the next continuation of Star Trek was awesome because that's what helped, you know. And what and what, what about the conventions? Nope. The conventions isn't on there. Is a that moment cover, that covers that covers the fans. 
the fans, the number fifty-five, the fans. What, what would we do without the fans? The, so. Listen, fuck the fans. The convention should be like in the like in the top <laughs> forty because without the conventions, guess what? The motion picture never gets mm. made, and yeah. then you then you don't see Wrath of Khan and the popularity build up from that. Yeah. So I mean, you can say the fans, but. That's 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 kind of a cop all thing to say just the fans, you know, the convention. Yeah, say the, the the conventions and, and, and the how, well, I mean I, I can the conventions, the, the conventions and the passion of the fans. Well, yeah, because the, they the saved, passion they for them the to watch episode. continue Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. They saved the third season of original series. You yeah. know, I mean so um, you know, it, it it's it's it is terrible. But you know, two things to do want to touch on. Uh, before we head out here, Triple D, um, one is uh, uh, Ruben Clammer. He was the creator of the Game of Life as well as Star Trek's Phaser Rifle. He passed okay. away at 99 on oh, September 19th. God bless um, him. He lived, a, he lived a long life, man. Yeah, so that, that original Phaser Rifle from the original series, he okay. was the designer of that. And then Fran Bennett, uh, she, was, um, she was an actor and educator, but she was uh, one of the... She was the black female admiral um, on Star Trek Next Generation that would make appearances. She died at 84 okay. on the 20th. So, um, you know, we had two pretty major influences yeah. in Star Trek past this God week. rest her soul. God rest her soul. Now, the other thing is, <coughs> have you seen um, on YouTube, there is Vandy Fair did a thing where William Shatner reviews impressions of himself. Yes. Did I you did see, see that? that? Hilarious. Yeah, it went from <laughs> Seth MacFarlane to Jason Alexander, John Belushi, mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, Bruce Campbell, and even Bill Nye, the science guy. And Kevin Pollack did it. Did, did it pretty good. And, and then he does. He talks about Chris Pine. On Chris Pine episode. can do no wrong. Yeah, and so, um, uh, and like he, it, it's if you have not seen this, guys, you've got to go check out William Shatner reviewing <laughs> impressions of himself on Vanderbilt in YouTube. It is so funny. William uh, William William Shatner is the fucking man. He is the man. He is I the mean, man. He, you know, I mean, let's think about this. The guy's ninety, right? Yeah. I mean, the guy is fucking ninety. He looks good for ninety. He looks like he good hasn't changed. 90. He hasn't changed at all. And here's the crazy crazy part, right? He is ninety, and and the amazing part is that, you know, when he goes, I mean, that's going to be a big deal. You know, for, uh, for you know, I mean, because most people, I'm probably gonna cry. I'm oh, probably I probably cry. will too. I'm gonna cry. I cried when when I found out Leonard Nimoy died. You know, that was tough. That was tough. It was tough. And then um, Esquire had uh, had. Uh, you can also go to uh, YouTube and 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 go Esquire, and they have re- William Shatner reacting to videos of himself of him watching himself, <laughs> and he says basically he's like, I don't, I hate watching myself. And he, yeah. and he comments on some of his own performances and he rips himself, you know? And uh, then he, even if you want to have fun of it, there is, if you go to his Twitter, there's a quick video of how terrible he is to the cast of, <laughs> of Star Trek. Um, you know, <laughs> like him and Uhura, they're coming out of this room and, uh, you know, he's trying to fight and it's it's really goofy and silly. Yeah, he's... Uh, dude is uh, a, he's a treasure. Dude, dude is a treasure. I still think about... His whole shit, his whole run in Boston legal. God. Dude. It's a I mean, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. It's such it's such you know, 
If you don't like William Shatner, we can't be friends. No, we can't. Definitely can't be friends. The, I mean, the, the the man is a treasure. He is a treasure. He really, he he is really is. So good as an actor. You know, I mean, he just, really is. Not just Star Trek. And I'm not just saying that because it's Star Trek. I'm saying that because if you watch his body of work and what he did, dude. I don't know. I don't. I know it wasn't a very long show, but did you see that show that shit my dad says that was on CBS? No, I didn't see that. Dude, he was amazing on that. He played the oh, dad. I'm, he played oh, the dad. dad. I just imagine. You know? So it's uh based on it's based off a Twitter account this guy had, <laughs> and he was literally just you know it was shit my dad says, and he would he just type out on Twitter all the things that his dad would say. They were crazy and funny, and so they made a whole show about this, mm-hmm. and William Shatner was the dad. And oh dude, God. I'm telling you, even in that, you know, it was a short-lived show. It was hilarious. I'm sure if you go to Paramount Plus, you can find it and yeah. uh, and and watch it. And so the, the thing about Shatner too, when they were doing that whole thing where you could turn yourself in, into a woman, he did it, and he goes, "Man, he goes, I, I didn't even do myself. That's how hot I am." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, this, this guy is the fucking man." Yeah. So because yeah. he just because because he knows he knows this thing he knows that. He knows that he's just gonna get over. Yeah, yeah. And characters, and that, and characters that, always get over. Characters always get characters over. Characters over moves, Seth. Characters over moves all that's why, day, every day. That's why. That's why Ben Hamin waves a flag and gets two hundred dollars worth of merch money because yeah. he just goes waves a fucking flag. Character gets over, and people, it's the get, people pay him to slap the, for him to slap them in the face. That's you know. Incredible. <laughs> I mean, how legend? How amazing is that? Legend. You know? Legend. I mean, the fact that you're getting people to pay you five dollars to slap you in the face, you can't tell me if that's not legend fucking dairy, then you can go eat a bag of dicks. Exactly. You know, the man the, is a legend. The man is a legend. We should we should we should we should get MacGyver to clip out all the all the quotes that we put over <laughs> I mean Yeah, I know, right? He he'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, oh, yeah. especially me saying that he kicked the shit out of North Suzuki like in five minutes. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Hey, you know. uh, I, I'd, get, I'd pay to see that fight. Let's put it that way. I would pay Told to I. see that fight. So you know, um, you know, Triple D. I say we we're we're good for the evening. I oh mean, yeah, uh, we, yeah, we, we had. For those of y'all who don't know, we're recording at night, and it's Texas right now. It is the high today was 85, so it was nice. The lows tonight supposed to be in the 50s. So it is a good time to be in Texas right now, baby, because it is nice. So I'm going to enjoy the evening. There you go. Go go sit out. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go swipe left or right on some uh, on some profiles good here. for you man that's always fun i always always said fun on tinder so but yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just i'm just glad that i'm out of this <coughs> out of the dating thing i have a beautiful girlfriend and hey hey i don't think we actually announced that officially no on the, no we did on yeah. the podcast so triple d officially has a girlfriend i do so and i, I officially do. don't have a girlfriend yeah it's okay uh, man but it's okay it's, it is what it is that's part of what dating a lot is. of fish out there man i know there, there are there came times where i was like eh, no one out there for me blah, blah. you yeah. get this and then all of a sudden yeah you know what i need happens. i need i need to find a girl that is sexy like star trek and wrestling and then i think i think it'll be set by know? the way my, my girlfriend's a huge marvel fan so Dude, <laughs> loves Marvel. So we talk Marvel and we talk Star Trek. It's it's cool. Movies or, or comics? Uh, movies. Movies. Marvel. Okay. She 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 she's trying to get into the comics, but the comic, you know, with the comics, it's yeah. just it's just so much. Yeah. Like even me, like when it comes to doing like, like like Star Trek comics, Star Trek novels, 
there's just so much and yeah. you can just you can get i mean even me trying to like read like like the books in order how they came out it's incredible you know yeah it, it's it's ridiculous so yeah you could spend all your time doing that and that would be just you, you, know. you could spend a lifetime yeah you really could the amount of stuff I mean, and that's and that's the other thing is like you know like i guess to go back to that list is like all the all the books and post-show things the fan fiction yeah what about the fan stuff. fiction you know star I mean, trek continues yeah you know how, I mean, how great was that uh, uh nxr you know the mm-hmm. or however it's pronounced axonar yeah, yeah. axonar you know which 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 actually is getting made i mean there was a lot of pa shots towards axonar mm-hmm. a lot of pa shots especially i star trek continue i mean they did take a little bit i know the he kind of, you know, Vicky kind of did take a couple pot shots mm-hmm. at Axnar, but at that time, Axnar was kind of in hot water, though. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, but you know, it's you know, you can't have some of the stuff without fan fiction, and yeah. uh, you know, and I mean, like you said, I mean, the fans saved season three of, of the original series. They did. Um, you know, so I mean, you know, all the things that. Star Wars, Battlestar Galactica, they want to talk about their fans. Star Trek fans were doing it before anybody else. They set the standard. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, you can't tell me, you know, setting the standard for 55 years that, you know, you got to tip your hat to at least that. You know that you got to, yeah. You, you know, to tip your hat to something created by Guy that aired September 7th. You know, fifty uh, September eighth, fifty five years ago, mm-hmm. and is still going strong today. And, I mean, and, and George Lucas was a, was a Star Trek fan. Yeah, you know, and he really was. You know, and I mean, it's just it goes to show you. And then again, too, it, there's no such thing as like exclusive things. You yeah. know, I mean, I think you and I both have said we 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 like Star Wars. Star Wars, the original, the, the 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 original trilogy of Star Wars movies are the greatest they're, sci-fi they're great. movies ever. Yeah. They're great. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, I enjoyed Battlestar Galactica, the remake, as well as the nineteen uh, seventy nine and eighty versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they were they were fun storytelling. They were um, yeah. Star Trek. I have all ten seasons of Stargate SG one. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. You know, but Stargate I, ran for ten seasons. Stargate SG one ran for wow. 10 seasons. Atlantis ran for five, and Universe ran for one or two. Wow. Yeah, you know. and then they also had the Stargate continuum movie as well. Right, yeah, there's the Arc of Truth and there's and the Continuum as well. And then you have so, the, and then you have the OG Stargate movie, which is what Kurt set Russell. it up too. Yeah. yeah, Kurt Russell, yeah. So I mean Stargate itself is a pretty substantial franchise. Substantial franchise, yeah. You know, I mean as a matter of fact, that's what my kid's been doing. He's been watching Stargate SG one every night from he started at season one and has been going, you know, for the last mm-hmm. you know, few weeks, you know, and and, uh, and tell you the truth, and, and and without Star Trek, we wouldn't see Without Star Trek, there, there, there is no Star Wars. There is no Stargate. No. There is no Battlestar Galactica. No. Star Trek was the first one to introduce all this stuff to it. Yeah, it, it put it in a, <laughs> it put it in a medium where we could visually yeah. see it. You know, I mean, eventually there might have been a star, a stars, you know, something series. Yeah. That would have put it, but this opened the door. Yeah. Um, because it was the right time, mm-hmm. it was the right thing, and they were telling a veiled message, but still telling a message about, hey, this is how humanity can be. You know, mm-hmm. stop the war, stop the bullshit. Let's get this together. Let's let's see if we can't become what this is. And but, that's that's what made it so yeah. unique and special. 
But even the original series, though, they did have war. They did have skirmishes, though. Yeah. They did have conflicts. They did. So, and it it showed that even even though we still, the humans live in this utopian society, there's still certain things that humans cannot get over and they need to work on that. So it's still a work in progress. We're always a work in progress. The human adventure continues. That's what they always said. The human adventure does continue. Yes, it does. It does. And I mean, which is a great line and a great phrase. And I think that's I think that's part of what Picard is looking at. You know, season two, Picard's gonna be looking at is the human adventure. How do yeah. we make this, you know, as because he, he says the trial never ends. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's really a human story. So I'll be interested to see how they go about it, how they say, Oh, this is gonna be a human story more than just a Star Trek story. Beautiful. Um, you know, it, it'll look it, and you know. Hopefully they tie those things back together real neatly. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. You know, you, you can't help but get excited about some of this new stuff coming out. Um, you have to you know, be. You have to you know, be. I mean, I think the thing I'm most excited is Strange New Worlds. Honestly. So am I. So am That's I. my number one on this list of all the five shows coming out. Honestly, Strange New Worlds is the one I'm looking most forward to. Me too. You know, just classic Trek. Being back at it. Going different places. Exploring. You know getting you know messing stuff up and and uh <coughs> doing what you need and then of course seeing some of these characters mm-hmm. seeing the early versions of nurse chapel and uh dr mckimba and you know all these different things of of how we're going to see these characters and um what we kind of know they can be cadet uh uhura mm-hmm. um you know which which i'm surprised that she's a cadet and she's on the enterprise well, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're if you're an honor student, I imagine you could get shit, you know, to do something. Yeah, you're, and she's yeah. a linguist. You know how how? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, it's not like you know that was the thing. She was a linguist, so it's not like she was. Um, you know, you can't have a ton. Of, I'm, I don't know if there were a ton of linguists, you know, who were readily yeah. available. And if you're top of your class in linguists, of course, the enterprise is going to need help. Yeah, you know, so you're going to go there. So yeah, but like, is that just like you know? But they also. Remember, they talk about how each cadet gets sent to a ship to study for a year. Oh, you know, yeah. They, oh, I remember. And maybe yeah. this is her study abroad type year thing on a ship. And then she goes back to the academy and then she goes and does her things and eventually ends up back mm. at the Enterprise. You'll see Mr. Scott then? Oh, that would be cool. Like young Scott. Scott and young Montgomery Scott, you know. That, because let's be honest, we don't even really see young Montgomery Scott in Star Trek um, uh, in 09. You know, because no. um, he was by that time he was already what a lieutenant commander. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he said in in that um, mm-hmm. you know in that thing. So I love Simon Pegg, but he was yeah he did a great job with it. Yeah, no Simon Pegg did a great job with it. He did great, but like it, it's not his fault. They just you know he was already older to begin with in that mm-hmm. series. Um, so we've never really seen a young Scotty. Uh, that would be fun to see a yeah. young you know an engineering whiz kid coming through and saving the day for different things. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, you know, it, that's the question. Do you, do you keep doing that? Do you rotate in every year, a new cadet who maybe eventually makes their way to the enterprise? Mm-hmm. Um, they have their year abroad. Yeah. You know, maybe that's something you do. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fun to know that there's so much they could do with that. You know, there and, is, yeah. and so much we can see and build from there. So anyway, um, I think we said all that to say, Oh my God. Yeah. Star Trek Day was amazing, and there's yeah. a lot of really cool stuff there. Um, if you if you haven't gone check it out, go check out the panels um, where you mm-hmm. get some more deep information. Go check out the the, <laughs> the trailers if you haven't seen them yet. 
Um, <laughs> so you can get an idea of what's coming. Exactly. Um, as Triple D, you know, continues to die um, yep. uh, slowly every day. Over well, there. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on the road to recovery. So from the. <laughs> yeah, you played golf today. I did. Yeah, played played eighteen holes. I I played in a uh, pro am tournament, which was which was nice. But how did you do? That's the question. I shot like shit because <laughs> I I when you don't swing a golf club for fourteen days, you kind of lose your rhythm and your tempo. Yeah. But but I I still played. I played respectable. Respect. Okay. Respectable. Respectable. That's, that's important. There was where where the position where the holes were, it, it was it was brutal. I mean. I have to talk to the to the heads greenkeeper who who I called sexy when he was bending over doing mm-hmm. something just to break his balls, but he said he he set the pins today in the most like asinine tough position ever. I mean, I, mm. I there was seven or eight putts that I made that should have went in. They just the pins just totally fucked me. Mm. And there was a there was like three chips. The the one chip I made was like an incredible chip. It almost went in. And if it was in any other spot on the green, it would have been like a foot away, but it just rolled off the green into the fringe. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding. Uh, so I mean, but 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 still, I, I had fun getting out there and playing golf today. So good, good. Well, we're glad you're getting better because that means yeah. we get to talk. We get to talk Star Trek. So hell yeah, we do. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to talk Star Trek with us, then you have the opportunity to do so. Um, there's there's a few different ways you can do it. Uh, the first way, the the most important way, the way you can get the most of what you said, um, uh, say, is you can do it via Twitter. I mean, not mm-hmm. Twitter, uh, email. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I'm thinking about already the next thing ahead of time. No, you okay. can email us uh, uh, at, uh, you, can go, you can email us at, at uh, the, the, the Academy, Academy HMG, HMG at yahoo.com, you know. And uh, you can tell us what you think. So just type in theacademy at yahoo.com. Give us your diatribe. Tell if you've watched all of Star Trek Day, what you thought your favorite parts were, what you thought mm-hmm. sucked, um, things yeah. along those lines. You can go, um, if you want to be a little bit quicker or you want to slide into those DMs, you can hit us up at uh, on Twitter, uh, at theacademyhmg <laughs> on Twitter. Slide into those DMs and tell us what you're thinking or just do it in a tweet, you know, mm-hmm. you know 140 characters or less. See if you can do it and hit us up with what you think could be happening on there. Um, you know, um, so the that's the, another way. Another way you can go to Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Yes, we do. We are really nice. We post lots of really funny memes and we do post funny various memes. things. I think I think we're just a meme generating. We page, are. We're pretty much. We're just. We're just. Yeah, we're just yeah, a man. bunch of theme scum. We just steal memes and we're scum yeah. about it. Yeah, and you like I think I just posted one today. It's Chris Farley and he's got Cisco sitting right there. He says, "Remember when you punched Q? That was awesome. You know? <laughs> that was. Uh, yeah, that know? was. So we got you know. There's all kinds of stuff. Um, did you see the? Oh, there's another one I posted. It's the Kirk statue, the Spock statue, the Janeway statue, and oh, the yeah. Michael statue with oh, this yeah. guy like straddling the chair. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I did see that. You know, or every now and then I'll find a reface that works with Star Trek and I'll put it on the page there. I did see that, yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, it's it's a it's fun, you know, to go check that out. But yeah, you go if you if you want, it's you know, you go type in the Academy with Triple D and uh uh and JDE on HMG, or because we're nice guys, just go to Facebook and type in 
at Academy HMG on Facebook. I just, right I just, there. speaking of Cisco and the Pal Moonlight, I just sent you one where it was Steve from Blues Clues where he basically does it. <laughs> and then the dog's like, I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. I just saw that. So I lied to you that I read Minico the kind of the most damning thing about it. I can live with it. I don't have a clue what you're talking about. That is, oh man. This is, that is hilarious. I mean, just not to get off topic about Star Trek, I the one with Colonel Sanders. And yeah, like, I just saw yeah, that. When you got to beat the finger licking fuck out of someone. <laughs> Mr. Tuluk, have you found anything on the surface? Man, okay, we, ain't, found, we ain't yeah. found shit because he was originally from, he was in Spaceballs. He, he was yeah, in Tim that, Russ. Yeah, Tim Russ, yeah. Yeah. Graduate yeah. of Rome Free Academy. Hey, there Local you go. Guy. Okay. And very, very liberal. Very yeah, liberal. that's why that's why I don't follow him on Twitter because I don't want to ruin it. So that's why I don't follow any of the celebrities on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. You just sometimes you just get a little disappointed. But I those are the watch. ways you can contact us on on the internet. Get your um, you know, get your opinion uh, on what you know. We don't do the show for for us for the fun of it. We do it for you guys. Exactly. And we we want to know what you hear. Oh, one question. Hey, also, why the fuck is LeVar Burton not um, on Jeopardy for the rest of the year? You know, why is is it Mike Balam and Ken Jennings? I understand Ken Jennings. Mayim Balak? Yeah. I understand Ken Jennings. Okay, I can get Ken Jennings because he was like, you know, the most hey, so the greatest Jeopardy, Jeopardy players ever. Yeah, but Mayim Balak. <laughs> why, why are we not, why are they not giving us LeVar Burton on, on, on Jeopardy? Because because they're racist. <laughs> okay. What do you want me to say? It's twenty twenty one because they're racist. Yeah, yeah they're racist. I don't know. Maybe maybe Lavar Byrne doesn't have time to do it. Maybe who knows? You know. But um, I mean, Lavar Byrne should be the host of Jeopardy. He should. Even even Alex Trebek said that he wanted Lavar Byrne to be the host of Jeopardy. Who knows? You know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Mayim Balak, I mean, she's a great actress. Yeah. I loved her in Big Bang. I mean, she's a, I mean, she really is a doctor of neuroscience in real life. So she's a really intelligent person. Mm-hmm. So I get it, but you're right. LeVar Burns should be there. Yeah. But I mean, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe he's asking for a lot of money. Maybe, maybe his schedule, it conflicts with Jeopardy. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. So we just got to see and, and by the way, LeVar Burton was really good in in, in, in the Big Bang, too. Yeah. He does appearance in the Big Bang Theory, so. Yeah, no. I mean, you have to say this. Whenever Star Trek people make appearances in other shows, they knock it out of the park. They do. They do. They, 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 make, they do such good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just makes it worth it. So um, you definitely, if, you, if you're ever watching a show, and there is a Star Trek person on. Watch the show because they're going to do a good job it. with they're it. They're going to do a really good job. Yeah. So, you know, anyhow. All right. So that's how we get a hold of everybody there. Um, social media, blah, blah, blah. You know how to get a hold of me. Just figure exactly. it out in your own. <laughs> uh, Triple D, do you want to share your social media with everybody? Or do you just want to pitch you, you know, what you got to plug on that? I'm going to I'm gonna plug the business because you can find yeah. me, Dimitri Zerdos. I'm on everywhere. Uh, just... DippinDonutsCNY.com for the best donuts. Run by the Ayatollah Bin Hamim. Always yeah, posting nah. those. Yeah, always posting those donut. Always posting those 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 donut foodie uh, pictures, which drives everyone crazy. The foodie porn. The foodie porn. Food porn, baby. Food porn. 
And then also, too, Zerto's Olive Oil for the best olive oil in the fucking world. So Zerto'sOliveOil.com. And uh, Michael Jargo recently bought a couple bottles of it, and he really enjoyed it. So There you go. Also, too, Jargo has the cutest husky puppy they've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. I, I told my sister, I was like, I, I actually took a couple screenshots of the picture I sent to my sister. <laughs> I'm like, I want, I want one. Yeah. But – Jargo, have fun with that hair, brother. And dude, those dogs. God, are, God bless you, brother. God bless you. <laughs> Dealing with that hair gets all I have. Just, 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 just. God bless you, son. And I hope you May. keep it entertained because those dogs, woo, they're going to tear shit up. They will tear shit up. And I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I live out here in the country, and I have a fence. I know the the minute I put, if I ever have the dog, I leave it out and jump over the fence, and it's just going to fuck shit up. <laughs> So yeah, I God bless them, man. God yeah. bless them. That's all I gotta say. But but they are so cute as puppies. So yeah, it really is. It's it's definitely something that Pomsky you know, Pomsky it's yeah. Pomeranian Husky mix, but small. Yeah. And so but so still cute. still it's gonna it's gonna be a very um, you got a Pomeranian Husky mix. Yeah, they're gonna be. You got you got to keep it entertaining. Cute and evil at the same time. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So, so, uh, all right. I, I think that's it, right? I, I think, think that's it, right? bro. Yeah, I, I mean, it feels like it's been a while. I know it's been a while since. Yeah, I know it's been this. a while. Yeah, but you know, as we said, talk to us, guys. Tell us what you want to hear. Yep. Oh, don't, oh, don't forget, we have a leaf on Discord. We mm-hmm. that's also another place you can find us. We we check those and check and see what you got going on there. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think it's time to let. The master of ceremonies, the <laughs> Commodore himself. Thank you. Close out this other this this newest episode of the Academy Thank podcast. You. I appreciate so, that, Commodore. Please, if you would close Thank us you. out for the evening. So, fans, you got you got it right. We went over Star Trek Day. We went over how bullshit the fucking list was. Also, too, we went over all the new episodes coming out because is me Commodore Zeros, the Sinister Minister, the man who was the biggest one for Star Trek. It is John Enright. We are out. We will see you in two weeks where we talk about something new about Star Trek. And guess what? Y'all gonna love it because this is the Academy, bitches. And we run shit. So guys, good night. And we'll see you same Star Trek time, same Star Trek channel. Live long and prosper, motherfuckers.